What's going on, everyone? What's going on? Hey, What's internet. going on? What's Woo! happening? How's everyone doing? You're doing good? <laughs> back. Yeah. And yes, Some people are doing great out right. there. It's incredible. It's not Thursday, so most of the people are thinking that this is not Thursday, it is Friday, so yeah. you are tuned into the right place. But Our uh, audience, for our audience, not a difference. They're fine. No, yeah, every day is no, Friday. Definitely not. <laughs> TGI, it's every for day, sure. right? For sure. That's how I live my life. Definitely when you're tuning in with us, but... Uh, Yeah, guys, this will be our, our Oh, he's Max Headrooming, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he's, he's Max. What is he got? Internet and Star Wars What's Resistance. What's going on? Um, Come on, brother. But before we dive. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just get into like the. Um, <laughs> like us. The .com, people ask you about the like <laughs> the internet max did you not, did you not hear me say the intro <laughs> <laughs> you did you glitched wow. out man it was pretty you, awesome you're getting max you know. yeah yeah you matrix <laughs> all right so nurseicompeter.com people yeah favorite website you will get your um your ads um on social media at twitter facebook instagram and also on tiktok if you're listening to on um podcast we are on iheart radio tune in spotify apple podcast google play YouTube, anywhere, anywhere that you listen, excuse me, to your favorite podcast, we are there. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, also hit that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. If you're watching us on Facebook, thank you as well. Make sure you join our Facebook group or Star Wars, uh, Carbonite Bounty BS, the Star Wars group, where you get all your favorite memes, all your favorite discussions on Star Wars, and you just feel free to talk about anything, you know, Star Wars really, hopefully. <laughs> Um, um, leave us an email too. You know, we're nurses, nerds like to be nerds at nursecyclopedia.com. I can't talk today. Um, nerds at nursecyclopedia.com. We love getting your feedback and you know, give it right back to you. So make sure you send us, drop us that line email. All right. Well, well said, well said. And looks like I'm not glitching anymore. So, all right, he's back. back. He's back, bro. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, we're good. So. I think Disney's after me, you know, for my maybe my controversial reaction. So, man, why would, why would Disney? I mean, how would they do that, right? Disney doesn't own, you know, the the internet that hard. They're not. not the yet. Nah. Yeah, they're not scouring that. They're not. They're not scouring for me that hard. No, I haven't done anything yet. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Why would I? Why would they want me? Little old me, right? You know, everything. Everything they do is great, like this show. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he gets money to Disney can every I, year. That's right. So can out of can, you know. This is a can out of can. Oh, um, everything's fine. Uh, no, no, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. But uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, I I honestly don't have a, a, any even a reaction for this set. It's is it better? Uh, yeah, I think it's well, better. Hey, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nothing at all. Into this, we have my initial reaction. It's decent. Hey, I mean, we, we got to give an honest, you know, um, Carl Weathers just passed today. You know, yeah. great Carl Weathers. He died uh, 76 years old, I believe. You know, uh, everybody knew him from like, you know, Apollo Creed from like the Rocky series and everything. Such a great actor. Um, more recent stuff, you know, of course, the Mandalorian and everything. Mando, you know. <laughs> Mando, yep. I, I tried to give him a, a little... Um, a nod with my screen name, but I guess it got missed. No, so. no, 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 you, 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 that was a slam dunk, man. You know, you, you went off the backboard with that one. But yeah, um, was, uh, his family, you know, we're going to miss them. And, you know, I, I'm definitely going to miss, I mean, he didn't have like a, um, um, uh, a super great career after Rocky, but he was making a comeback Ooh. there. I, you know, I am just going to dispute that. So, okay, got, okay. Yeah, Rocky, Rocky's, I mean, he, I think. Rocky Four is like eighty five, so that's the end of Rocky. We got Predator, which happens after. Ah, that. yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Action I mean, Jackson. That's that's literally the bicep grab. That, that's the meme. Is is Carl Weathers and Schwarzenegger just grabbing grabbing on biceps? Oiled beyond belief. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> beyond belief. And he's a guy, first of all, that played against Stallone and Schwarzenegger. I mean, I think we got to say that he's in these classic yeah. movies with these guys. 
who are rivals and and and, and Carl Weathers could stand up uh, with the best of them. We have Happy Gilmore that happened, I believe, in 1994, uh, the year of the great comedies. Um, played Tubbs McKenzie's. I don't even know if that's his last name, but it's the place Tubbs. Um, he was in Arrested Development, and he's and he was one of my very favorite parts of Arrested Development. He played uh, Tobias Flunk's acting coach, uh, and he would keep telling him, he, you know, if you go to the craft services and steal from that, you could take it back to your trailer and you get a stew going. Uh, like that was all the advice he would give him. So Carl Weathers had a, had a long and illustrious career. So I will say I'm going to stick he up did. for Carl Weathers. Yeah, you know what? My, he, he, yes, you're right. He did. Actually, and he yes, was he respected did. too. He was respected by his peers and mm -hmm. um, actors and actresses that worked with him are reaching out now and just saying, wow, what a great guy. I mean, he was uh, gracious, gracious. And, um, you know, he, he would just, you know, he's an instant friend. So that's that's what I've read about him. Not to me. I just know him from his franchises, but a loss. A yeah, loss sure. to the community. for, And I'm sure, hopefully, Sunday, they make mention to him because he was even in, you know, oh, yeah. he was in show business in Musical.ly and just on the screen so hopefully they do uh a, a homage to him but they, they definitely will do a tribute and everything you know a life well lived and everything a fruitful life and everything so you know um like i said condolences to his family and you know he definitely will be missed i think also it's it's not it's not even just that he was an actor he was you know his creative input was important to mandalorian he was a director he was in part of the yeah behind yeah, the scenes. yeah. And his character was so instrumental in the journey for Mando about, uh, you know, the journey that we would have maybe have envisioned for Boba Fett. This is like an A1, an A1 thing. It's totally. grief for grief. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. how, how do I have to handle that next in the movie now? Hopefully, if he was in that, they got some scenes in the can. Uh, you know, it, it's just a real shame to lose someone like this that's so, uh, yeah. you know, been so good in so many things for i mean longer than i've been on the planet and i'm not uh young <laughs> i'm not so uh man it's a, it's a blow definitely will be yeah but um yeah i guess uh leading into this yeah i mean uh, bro like i said this show isn't for me was it cool? It was a, it was decent. Yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't like when I say my review, like I'm just like, eh, it's just, it's just a blah show to me. It's not bad. I'm not saying it's crap. It's not saying it's like a five out of ten. It was good. I was happy with the kind of like a little bit of Sith lore and the artifact stuff. So there was some good content in there, and we discussed it in the chat. Um, just a little side questy stuff, the fueling and stuff. Starting to lose me a little bit. I mean, we were doing over under, right? And I think it's one of those things I was like, mm. I mean, I guess we can put half of the first one, half of that one. So maybe like one total episode with two halves. But I mean, they really teetered along like some of the, the side quest stuff. And I was just like, you're losing me a little bit. But that last episode, I thought about the whole mother episode and her mom and stuff that kind of really brought it full-fledged and i know ken's big and you know as far as when he talks about the story of it being family that family. really brought it home family. To, to the true meaning of star wars so overall like i said it was it was decent but it's just not everything that i would want in the series i i agree completely uh what i liked a lot about this set was we got we got some jedi reference we got we got finally. that yeah mm -hmm. finally we got that so <clears throat> we're starting to get to the point where we can now connect things um i i enjoyed that uh the uh the relic episode the you know the and and the idea that they haven't mentioned yet but kylo ren is sending these you know these very specific stormtroopers out to get a hold of these relics and you kind of get the idea that they don't really know what they're in for. You get the idea that they are sort of like bamboozled. Like they think this is just a, a you know, a fact seeking mission. You know, they don't, they don't really know what they're, they're up against and they meet this, uh, what was her name? Uh, Mimi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wanderer. 
Yeah, the one uh, and they are definitely outmatched, you know, for sure against this uh against this sort of Indiana Jones protecting yeah. the um protecting the uh uh you know, the relics. Um I see these episodes as team building. So yeah. we're not getting a lot of like explosive content and I get it, team Mitch. I get you're not like knocked your socks off, but you get an idea where these folks kind of fit in, you know, the, the, the whole sort of like hero team. And I see how that's starting to develop. And I did really like the idea that, uh, Doza sort of got a, um, a lot of backstory. We need to right. see more of that. And I hope we see more of that. But the idea that now we met his, we met his wife. We now know that there's more going on than we're just seeing with the Colossus and everything. So, I mean, I thought it was a good set of episodes. I watched it a couple times. Um, and, I, and I dug it. I, you know, the whole flicks thing, digging to the core. I mean, that had a whole avatar thing, like, we're not supposed to like mess with the with nature and blah blah blah, and it's gonna like get it, you know, get us in the end and the dragons. And I will say, I will say, put me on record, Kaz was super annoying in this set. Yes, too much. Agree, hundred percent agree. We will put this on record. Okay, put it on record. Do what you got to do. Do a do a meme of me saying Kaz was annoying. Sure. A little bit too much. Scale it back, Filoni. Dial it back, and maybe we'll we'll get back on track. But I like that. Dial it back, and we'll get back on track. So I like Ken being real today. That's I like what it. I got. <laughs> it's a special set of episodes that can bring bring Ken down to earth. It really is, and, and <laughs> I appreciate that uh, about about this Resistance season two. Um, you know. I, this is filler that I enjoyed, I think, and maybe that's just like the, the flicks episode. I might have just been in the right mood <laughs> when I watched that thing because I think Jim Rash is pretty funny, and the idea of these uh, these dragons just coming up and being like, "What's up?" You know what I mean? And then you're going away. Like it, it was just funny to me. I don't know. It, it, and so I enjoyed that. I also enjoyed like marking the, you know, the entrance of the fuel mechanism into the Star Wars universe right around 2018. Yeah. Uh, it, with coaxium and this this whole fuel mining thing, and it's one of those things that's obvious when you think about. It. They should have um, a mechanism for fuel, but in the legend series, they would all they're always just going like, ah, we can just go all the way across the galaxy and like just do whatever. Uh, so I like this introduction. I think it's an improvement over the legend series. I hope nobody plots my death over that. <laughs> I hope I survive uh, the night. Um, as far as you know, the rendezvous point episode was the best of this batch for sure. I think, you know, mm -hmm. meeting meeting the other Doza was really interesting. She's a great character, and it's good to know that she survived the massacre of the Resistance uh, to, you know, uh, being ill-prepared and caught on the back foot by, uh, you know, the, um, the uh, First Order here. Um, right. I, I, you know, uh, Tam's whole story, I, I'm kind of, I don't care anymore. I really just, you know, I mean, she's too far gone for me. But maybe I'm, you know, maybe she'll do some some sort of big she'll gesture. She'll be back. She'll be yeah. back. And Ken, yeah. I think you you said it best. Getting a little Indiana Jones in Star Wars is always fine, and we know why. It's sure. because George Lucas created them both. They should, you know, go together like peas and carrots. Yep. Uh, that was a fun episode. The death trap thing is always neat. They put him in yep. one of those. Uh, they called it the rotor, I think, at Kennywood <laughs> back in the day. This yeah. is like an which, actual which, thing. Which I ride. rode a lot. Yeah, it's like the number one carnival ride. You ride that like the like the state the, the UFO, right? And you're stuck to the walls. Yeah, yeah, yep. they have one in Idlewild still, I think. Uh presently they have one this summer. And they used to have it at the fair. They'd bring around to Marshall County yeah. and uh do it, you know, the high school parking lot or whatever. Um, so I, some of it looked kind of fun. Um, you know, but you know, fun stuff. The Sepia twins were there. They're all they're the same, you know, everything's just one one color. I don't know. That that design is weird to me. They look like they're they look like they're made of wood <laughs> because they look like they have wood grain, like their hair is wood grain stuff. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, the engineer was actually an interesting episode. You know, you kind of knew, you know, someone you kind of knew there was going to be some subterfuge, and uh, I thought that paid off pretty well. Niku to me, you know, whatever. I, he, I'm gonna take it or leave it at this point, and maybe that's kind of, you know. 
maybe that's kind of where our dissatisfaction is, is that some of the characters are repetitive and, and really like we're stuck in this, we're stuck in this episode eight era, right? Where we know all of this insanely important action is going on somewhere else. Like at the next hyperspace jump, right? They, they, they jump away and then they get tracked. So all that crazy stuff is going on at that jump. And um, these guys are just kind of in like a sub, like, a, like we, we just, I just want them to get to the action. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. see, how they show up, or I want, I want like the, the that refugee ship, right? What's a really logical place for them to go is the Colossus. We could see those guys and find out what happens next in the whole, you know, Resistance story to fill in the gaps between the left turn of uh, Episode Eight and the right turn of Episode Nine. Uh, I'd like to say they go in different directions. So to me, you know, this series has to accomplish something, which is tying Episode Eight to Episode Nine. I think. Episode seven to episode eight always made a lot of sense as far as the continuity and the timing and all that other stuff. But how do we get to where episode nine is, you know, philosophically um, and in the plot? I want to I want to see that. So that's what I'm hoping they'll do now that we're sort of coming to the end of the fuel shortage, the fuel crunch, right. you know, thing, which was episode eight's main plot point. Yeah. Um. These batch of episodes were, yeah, definitely, you know, just okay and everything. Um, the um, like you know, Hitch was touching on the um, the the one episode where she was, you know, we ended up finding out she was like part of the first order and stuff was kind of interesting. Um, but I think we find out, I think we find that watching these Filoni, you know, animated stuff, they they do a lot of repeat. The beats are being yeah. repeated yeah. over and over, you know. He hits on like some of the same points he addressed in maybe, you know, the Clone Wars, Bad Batch, you know, Rebels and stuff. And we're seeing like some of the same like story beats and stuff. Um, I don't know whether it's the fault of it just being, I guess, I don't want to say dumbed down to like, you know, a kid show. But mm. it's, 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 it's elements of a good, you know, a good adult show, I, I would say, even though it's not, you know, set for that if you take away a lot of those elements, because they could be exploring like a lot more. Um, the um, the Relic episode, like, you know, Ken was saying was, you know, pretty decent. And so we got to see, you know, um, get some um, Sith and, you know, Jedi stuff. And of course, Kaz doesn't believe in any of that, you know, so um, that's still like a myth to all these people and everything, the whole Jedi thing, even though this galaxy was saved by them how many times now? You they know, have a really, four, they have three, a really four. short like historical memory in this in this universe, right? <laughs> it's like they get they can they can go back like twenty five years. That's it. Nobody can remember it, and it's <sighs> weird because there are like you know beings that, in different species. Like Chewbacca is two hundred and fifty years old. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's not, fit, you know, they're not young. You have Yoda <clears throat> who's been around for a thousand years, and you know you would right. imagine there's a, a species that are kind of in that range where they're like three hundred years old before they die. So, so it's that's always struck me as a weird thing where it's like, oh, we can't even remember all the good things the Jedi did. Well, shouldn't yeah. there be a really sizable population that's going to be like, I remember that stuff? <laughs> like, I mean, you you really think about like the stuff in like real life that that we remember and you know have experience and all that stuff, and like you said, the the memories of some of these characters are just so short with stuff that happened so far back in the past. You know, when it's only been like you know. Uh, 20, you know, 25 year time span and everything. I mean, that's not really that long, you know? Mm -hmm. um, the, the tougher part though, is everybody knows that the, the tougher part that like ties us in what you're saying though is like everybody knows about the legend of Luke Skywalker, including like Poe Dameron, right? So for Kaz to not know or like he's never been told that from his father who works in the Senate, that's, that's, the little, that's like a myth. That's like a well, that's the cover up. Really, that's the cover up. It has to be. He's he has to look yeah, yeah like he's, he's met her. He's met her physically. Like she's been and, in the same. Like so, the I, you know, he has to know some of that stuff. I'm saying, and at this point, they know their brother and sister. So you would have to then know, like, yeah, you know, like if you bumped yeah. into the like the Japanese ex prime minister in the airport or something, you would you look up the stuff about them, right? Like you would read about, like, oh, you'd be like, oh, I better know some stuff <laughs> so I can describe which one this is, you know? And you, you figure he well, would have uh, Star Wars well, digital. How about how about the ace, uh, Rockland, right? Um, I saw the ta his tattoos, and they were imperial. He had imperial tattoos on his arms. So we've got characters that are, have seen 
the past. They've yeah. been involved. Yeah. And now yeah. they are trying to evolve themselves and move on or, you know, uh, not repeat what they saw already happen. So there's, I mean, there's some characters that I think they, they better develop or, or, I mean, there could be some big, we might be looking at this at the end of season two, like what, what I understand why they canceled this because <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't go into these characters as, as they should have. But I did feel like this, especially the episode where we did meet, um, you know, you know, Doza's wife, uh, Tara's mother. I mean, I, I that felt Star Wars to me. That yeah. felt like, you know, the the old school stuff. My that with that droids flying starships, droids helping out. That sort of like picking up the pieces when when everything is falling apart. I mean, that's. That's Star Wars to me. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it, it definitely related and everything. And as far as like, you know, what Hitch was saying, Tam stuff, you know, you sort of get tired of her, um, you know, I guess just her her bullishness and everything. It's her, like, shouldn't she realize the first order is bad? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, after you blow up a bunch of planets, are you, you know, you, Again, I we just, don't know what where she's coming well, from. How about her, her yeah. so-called friend and everything, the blonde, you know, the white haired guy. I forget his name and everything. Um, I mean, I, they should have went far as far as I don't care. I'm gonna go ahead and just shoot, you know, instead of being all hesitant and everything. You know, instead of you get both of them being hesitant in the situation, and you know, um, um, Doza's wife is saying that okay, well, it may be some hope for you yet or whatever. You know, come on now. You know, it it, 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 it could have been like you know he's going too far. He's ready to kill. So you actually have Tam look at him. We're like, well, you know, this is my so-called friend um, and realize that, OK, well, I can't trust anything in First Order. But yet they want to draw the whole plot with, you know, uh, as far as mm. that out. I don't necessarily agree with the the whole. T I just felt like I've seen this before, you know. Yeah, we did. It's mm. basically isn't. I mean, I was like, if, if they leave now, wouldn't this be exactly what Poe and Finn did, where they just stole a TIE fighter and like shot up a bunch of guys and left? And wouldn't that have just happened like five days ago or something like that to these guys like not very long ago so you'd think yeah. they'd be aware like to watch for that stuff so I, I i don't know i you're right this is like the question it's like the han shot first thing right like how yeah. how bloody is star wars like how many bodies should there be you know how pragmatic should these characters be you know we have han shooting first again in the solo movie right a contemporary production so mm -hmm. you're right there's an element of that where you know she should have just stunned him right away if she was going to stun him. Like when he started talking, be like, Matt, who cares what he has to say? And just, right, right. You know, or something yeah. like that. That That's that's what's missing. It's it's like, because it's like, there are easily, sometimes there are situations in this plot where you something should be happening and it just isn't for whatever reason. Yeah, you're not going too far. I mean, you're not going far enough and everything. I don't know whether it's, it's the fact that it's Disney holding back because it's Kiss. You know, kids, kids show it may and that that may just be the simplest explanation. Mm -hmm. But um, but that could be said for a lot of the stuff that goes across like their whole thing with. So you think like, there oh, should be more death? More well, death. Well, no, what not consequences. No one's even gotten hurt. No one's gotten like this. Right. The, 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 yeah. the, almost nobody's oh. had anything bad happen to them. How, and how about the, the, the relic stormtroopers? <laughs> I mean, OK, oh, the shirts are getting right. Like there's definitely well, a stormtrooper body count. Always falls, you know. That's just a, a horrible <laughs> thing. Period. You know. Okay, well, you got to count them in because they're part of the story. I mean, these um, guys, but they've been brain scraped. No, so, no, no, you know. no one, no one of consequence that we care about. You know, I mean, nothing oh, is happening. Well, we don't with, like about. We don't like the antagonists. We don't like the, knowing that they're getting killed off. Come on, that's true. Yeah. How many people were in the Death Star? You know what I mean? I think. There's some good. There's some good legend stuff about Luke like having murdered a million people or something like that and, when he blew up the Death Star. And how about the guys working on the second Death Star? They were just like union guys. I mean, they were just you know doing a gig. You know, they were Steve all going out at night to their families, and here comes these <laughs> rebels and they kill everybody. Come on, there's a lot of lot of unnecessary death on both sides of this coin. You gotta, you gotta accept that. You're skin both sides in it. Yeah, I told you. And, and or shot first too. 
Yeah. <laughs> Shot only. Good lord. Yeah. I mean, we saved a bunch of Ewoks, but we killed hundreds of thousands of humans that may not have deserved it. I mean, what if, what if, like, I knew that my my dad was like the guy that welded together the the inside walls of the Death Star too, and he just got blown up. For he, he never did something. He never did nothing. He never did nothing. So first of all, first of all, Ken, industrial yeah. industrial production of armaments is a valid military target under the terms of the Geneva Convention, and thus all you knew uh, you were doing is building a giant like a space skyscraper. It was casual, a, it was casual, a city. Casual, they call that casualty of war, Ken. Yeah, it is, yeah. Okay. All, right. all you're doing is working in a ball bearings right factory in Germany in 1944, right? That's all you're doing. You know, okay. They, they, and all the people that died on Coruscant when it got blown up, it didn't get blown casualty up. Casualty of war. Coruscant. Alderaan. Saying, they, they do blow up Coruscant. That's Hosnian. No, That's Hosnian Prime. Hosnian Prime, yeah. Hosnian Prime. And new, uh, because they, would, they wanted to blow it up, but they wouldn't, Disney wouldn't let them. So they had to make up this other thing that they didn't. They tricked us. So they just pushed the it out of the blew up and burned up in its sun. They didn't Whatever. think, they, I guess they just didn't think that the Force Awakens was a big enough event to have something happen <laughs> like blow up Coruscant that would be super interesting. We're, we're going to watch that movie again after I, I watched the first half of it this week. And I had what some happened? time on my hands. Uh, it was all right. I, I I think I really like I really like Oscar Isaac a lot. I like he's yeah. he's just the bright spot of the movie, and I really really enjoy him and his interactions with, uh, you know, with John Boyega. I think the acting is really good. I actually really like it a lot. It's very well plotted. Han Solo showing up is kind of awesome. Like the way it happens is really awesome. So I haven't gotten to the back half. <laughs> Weird stuff happens, and it turns into a remake of Episode Four. Uh, so I like the beginning. The beginning of this yeah, story is really good. Cute. <laughs> and he, he he had to walk away. He had oh, to leave. Every now and then. Oh man, oh, I put, you kicked me out. I did. I kicked you out accidentally. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, you know, I I enjoyed it, but you know, this this complimentary series is interesting in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. You know, we get some interesting characters. I think it's it. You know. Maybe we're just not where where we need to be, and the plot needs to start advancing instead of we're just floating around in, in hyperspace, are. like waiting for all the events of Episode Eight to play out. Like we're just waiting for that to happen. So where is like I want to see yeah. these yeah. these refugees right. from from Episode Eight. I want to see them. I want to yeah. see I want to see Ray and Finn and Rose. I want to see all of them show up here and start interacting with these characters because they're done. Now they're done, and we need to set up them getting to where they are at the beginning of the Episode Eight. Uh, so yeah. I, I want to see. I think that's like been my like my biggest, I guess, critic towards Filoni projects. It seems like he tries to introduce too many characters. And granted, this is a two season run. I'm sure he was aware of it was at least two seasons, but we're already eight episodes in, and we're like getting more new characters. I'm like, bro, we only have twelve twelve to finish. We still like really don't have a lot on Kaz, which is the main character. You know, there's just so many subplots, and unless, like you're saying, Disney canceled this after two seasons, it, it feels like to me when he like produces stuff lately, he feels like he has another season left, right? It's like, oh yeah, I'm a I'm a hold back a little bit because we got season three, mm. four, five coming. He's pacing so himself. Maybe I think he is because I've noticed these episodes, like you're saying, when I kind of get like antsy, like we're eight in, and I'm like, yo, know, we're not really starting. Like you know what I mean? It's like. I'd expect a little more. And then he'll do like the two episodes like he does in the live stuff that it's like absolute mm -hmm. action. And then I'll just like calm it down. And I'm like, if you just keep that pacing up, kind of like Andor, you know, and maybe because the guys from Andor are known for doing more long story work like that, maybe it makes more sense. But it's just yeah. like a common I, theme I see with him. Yeah, I didn't like that Jaeger was kind of out of this. Like he wasn't, right. he wasn't in. And if you ask me, he's the, he's the hinge pin. He's the, he's the character that really kind of ties together our, our like resistance element and sort of the, I don't know, like the innocence, the innocent, mm -hmm. like us, like just Joe Schmo along with Doza and this Colossus. Cause I really look at this as sort of a, uh, it kind of occurred to me while I was watching. It kind of has this like Battlestar Galactica vibe, like mm -hmm. yeah, 
fugitive, and they're all just on this one ship, and they're just like they have to figure it out. They got to figure it out. They've got this evil, or so we're saying they're evil. This this first order is after them, no, but then they've got their they're own. Evil. Yeah, well, okay. Well, they're evil. Sure, they're bad. We don't like them. Their ships are all black on the inside, and then whatever. But then you have this resistance, which is sort of like, well, where are they at? Like, what's their what's their play? We don't we don't I'm really know. And you've got we, the Colossus that's kind of in the middle. Who who are the resistors really? Who like, are they? Yes. You know, I mean, Poe is gone. You know, we're I'm assuming we're not going to see him. We don't yeah. see him anymore. Yeah. Right. So who who exactly are they, and who uh, what uh, what? Who's representing them? I mean, at this point, like I said, I don't know if we have enough meat in this series to like, like how we have with Rebels and Clones and stuff with like, you know, these characters and stuff. Kaz, like Ken said, is where, where they could have been like going forward with his like, you know, development, more maturity and everything. He's stepping backwards, you know, yeah. with the, <laughs> with ah! the, the annoyance and stuff. You know, he he's just, he's stepping a little backwards in his... In his development, I was a little bit disappointed in that. I could do probably all his lines. Oh! You know, everything that he had in, that, in the whole thing. They could have paid me half the money. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And let's let's talk about Niku real quick. Uh, so I recently finished uh, Phantom Menace. And I know we're all fans of Jar Jar. And we're all fans of that character that's sort of like that one character that George always had in there that was like, sort of like what a misfit, like, why are they there? But then they do these extraordinary things. They have this exceptional talent. Um, and Niku was kind of like exposed a little bit because he was blinded by, I don't know what it was. What did he have with the, what, what, what was his, what do you think his feelings were for the engineer? Did he enjoy the idea that there was another being that was interested in the, the ship, the engineering part of it, the fixing part of it, or do you think there was something? Let's let's say the let's say the word romantic between them, because it was interesting that his character changed, <laughs> and I know we would put him in the Jar Jar Binks bucket as far as characters go, if we had to put every character in star Wars into a specific bucket, we had heroes, we had villains and we had, I don't know. Space weirdos. Uh, bungling, bungling experts. Because, bungling well, you know, whatever, like, you know, just they bungling. were there for bungling experts. So, <laughs> you know, I kind of got the feeling that that was what, maybe Filoni was trying to do is like give us a, a Jar Jar Binks type character because re-watching The Phantom Menace for 500 times, whatever, I see Jar Jar as being he, he, he accomplished things. He did things, although clumsy, but he got things done. Negotiating, he did things well in, in battle. And you have to say, if he wasn't there, Things would have gone a lot differently for Queen Amidala. You yeah. cringe your teeth all you want, but if you take that character out, there'd be a lot less story. If you take Nico oh, out, oh, that's a tough one to say there, man. I, get out! I'm done. That's I'm, crazy. I don't even know if I can. I can't stay silent anymore. You're wrong. You're wrong. That's, they could have left him there in Gungan City and moved along with their lives, and nothing would have been different except they wouldn't have stepped in that crap. That crap. They wouldn't have stepped in poop on uh, Tatooine. That's it. Everything else would have been exactly Udo? the same in that movie. Udo? Yeah. The Poodoo. I don't know. The, you know. To me, Jar Jar Binks is the exact is the example of an unnecessary character. Um, <gasps> Niku isn't that because he's the engineer and he fixes stuff. I think there was a bond of you know Niku just likes to make friends and he's lonely. I, I I was trying to figure out if they were the same species to right, like, but I couldn't yeah. tell. I don't think so. I think there are some subtle differences, so they're not. No, he's so I don't, a, he's his uncle was on Jabba's sail barge. He ran a, a laser cannon on Jabba's sail barge. He was the one that shot at uh, Leia the first time. That was mm. his uncle. He's a, he's a uh, whatever Weequay, whatever that species is. 
That's what Nico is. But his his uncle Nick Tu, <laughs> Nick Tu Barada. Um, what's the third one? What's the third name? Come on. This island Earth. We know where George got these names from. I, I Nick Tu Barada, and the third one was also one of these, uh, you know, these weak way species. Anyway. That's who his uncle was. So we have a connection there too. Niku, like, I don't know. To me, he's very naive and they just let him be in charge of some big important stuff without checking right? to see if he's being taken advantage of. Like you would think that, I mean, Yeeher at least and, and, and Captain Dozer are in there. I mean, they gotta be in their forties and fifties at this point. The idea that they would just be like, you know, we don't know this person. Let's let them just have access to all our systems right. without checking up to make sure that the work's being done right or telling Niku to be like, hey, check for them. They tried to disable or put a back door in. Just like make sure they don't do that. Like, it oh, just man, that, was, that, that was egregious. It makes, egregious. Them, it makes them as like, like I could not right now, like if I was in a raft in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, right? And I got picked up by like, you know, the USS Housie or something like that, you know, some, 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 you know, missile destroyer. I couldn't just walk waltz in and be like, you know what? Why don't I take a look at the turbine room? Like, they'd just be like, get out of here. <laughs> be like, no way. Like, you're not going they, down you know, there. Kaz said, okay, you will trust me, you know, with, with her and everything. Didn't we just go through this with him with the pirate last season? Yes, you know, yeah. and him and trust. I'm like, okay, yes. why are they doing this all over again? And don't they know? You know, so I mean, trust issues, right? Kaz trust element, I mean, judgment is suspect, you know. But trust the storywriters go, you know, wants to put him through the same, you know, cycle and stuff again and everything. So that was a little frustrating, you know. I was like, didn't we just go through this with him, <laughs> you know, and trusting folks that he really don't know? I don't know. I mean, he just I mean, did that hunting. He was just doing leading the hunt. And he was looked, developing, and now he just seems like. Everything you know, he's the yeah. squadron. Like he's a, he's like got a got a wing in the squadron. That he's he's running, you know what yeah, I mean? Like he's, he's got, a great pilot. He's a great pilot. He's like good. yeah, he's very good. And we kind of had suspect feelings about Anakin at first because Anakin was brought on as sort of this prodigy. And does he really have skills? Does he, or is he? Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not what. They there's, a, there's, there's a clear difference though, because Anakin had the Metaclory account, so that's where the clear mm. difference. It, that's right. <laughs> okay, he, got, he so, had a test out. He was already yeah. like the, the whatever, like the LeBron James type. He had a he had the skill factor to a young age, so he was identified. Yeah. You know that he was going to be something. He, he was, was going like, to be something, but what? Nobody knew. Well, and he was like an overall he, pick, he, right? It was like a ten year. He was like an eight year old child that won a pod race. I mean, you had to know this guy was something. Like that's not. Broom boy wasn't doing this. On what Canto Bay? <laughs> Broom, boy. Broom boy wasn't doing that on Canto Bay. <laughs> Broom boy. <laughs> Broom. No, he did figure some stuff out, and he did fly the fireball pretty pretty successfully. I mean, he has. He has things in his wheelhouse that, that he does well, but he's also pretty damn annoying. But so was Anakin. Anakin was pretty annoying. Was the, was... It's pretty annoying that we're not going to see Poe again. I'm assuming we're not going to see Poe again for the rest of the series and stuff. And, and with no, no, no in-universe in explanation. Well, I know Meta, you know why he's not in, but for I guess casuals watching this show or whatever, why where where is Poe at? You know, where is Leia at? You know, where are all these people at? You know, um, and are we just not getting any explanation in show just to cover our butts for what was happening in the movies? You know, we just sort of just we have like the 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 um the we're we're sort of going along at the same the same parallel thing with like the um the movies and stuff okay well the yeah. assumption is you're watching the movies and everything so this is sort of like the compliment to that and and think about the events in the news from episode eight right like the just the news stories right so mm -hmm. this it's like this just in and at, we just 
crashed a ship through hyperspace into this enormous, you know, dreadnought, right? That never happened before. Right. It, look at it. It's insane. Look at it. It's crazy looking. It blew up all this stuff. Uh, also, we have a bulletin. <laughs> Supreme Leader Snoke is super dead. He's very dead. Uh, destroyed during that said explosion per new Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, right? Oh, bulletin. Luke Skywalker has returned from the Unknown Regions to delay the First Order and allow the Resistance to... Like, a these guys need to be updated on all the stuff that happened. Right, right, right. right, right and right. we have characters that are now, again, available after the after the escape from whatever that... From the, you know, the Glass Cat planet. Yeah. Assault Cat. And, assault they, planet. They, and they do seem oblivious to the bigger picture, which is strange. Like, they don't... Like we talked about, they don't know about what what had happened they don't know about the skywalker um relevance the family they don't know about any, any of that that's not even talked about they don't mention those words which is a little odd i mean are they isolated in in the fact of okay is is are they isolated where they're not getting any of this information from from anywhere well know? their last bit of information was from a skywalker right and they know that because in the canon universe, uh, Leia was forced out of the Senate because everyone found out Darth Vader was her dad. Uh, so that everybody knows okay. that about her. And again, they're in communication with her. So you know, you would expect you would expect her to come back uh, and explain to them that you know, because the Colossus is probably a useful spot for them to hole up now and hide from, right. you know, the First Order, which has you know, I'm, I feel like I have to mention this again: murdered trillions of civilians on Hosnian Prime and the other planets in the Hosnian system. And Phasma said that the Colossus was an important refueling station for Leia Organa. She, she said that specifically, and she's ready to execute anyone that fails to bring that back to the First Order. So that that's an important nugget right there. Like well, where is she at this point? Where, yeah, she's on some dreadnought somewhere floating around... She should be on the on the on the Falcon, right? She should be on the Millennium Falcon, because isn't that where they all ran to at the end of that movie? They yeah, all they, like they saved all the survivors and are on the Falcon somewhere. Yeah, so the Millennium Falcon should be showing up in this, and I and I and I agree with DP, right? I don't think it. I don't think that's going to happen. Like I, I just don't. You know, I, I I think that's what should happen for this series to be the best it can be, but I don't think it will, and I don't think that. And I think it's interesting that like they. Like the whole point of this show is to do what the Clone Wars did, which is to make the Clone Wars three-dimensional, right. tie everything together, and undo probably the biggest mistake of Lucas not actually putting more of the Clone Wars in the, the original or the uh, prequel trilogy, right? That might be the biggest mistake of the prequel. So it undoes that, and that's what we're looking to see here. And for that to happen, you know, whether they couldn't get the clearance or they weren't allowed to use the characters or the characters are already doing something else or whatever... I, it, right. You know, I don't have a lot of faith that they're going to show up here. Uh, so the thing that I need to happen to really make this like a good, a really top tier series, I, I do doubt that it will happen. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really think it's do. well for anyone, huh? It shouldn't, right? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess they should make it. Well, you know, there is that. Up, then they come back in and they're part of the coalition that goes to Exegol, right? Where they yeah. can that, so that that would make sense. So I again I see a pathway to having you know this little uh, prologue to episode eight, you know, and then an, and then a in in and maybe an or I'm sorry an epilogue to episode eight, a prologue to episode nine, and then have them come back. We've been called by you know Leia's called us. We have to go to and then they go, and maybe we yeah. see another angle of the you know the last battle on Exegol. I don't know. You, you know what I, I really you what I really would have liked though when we were more talking about tying this in. On that artifact episode, for us to get a mention of like Kylo Ren or like, because you know he was looking for the wayfinders at this, you know what I mean? So I would have liked to see like maybe well, not him, but maybe like his his actual platoon, like trying to find these wayfinder devices to find a way. Wouldn't that be what the Knights of Ren are doing while he's the Supreme Leader? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that be awesome. Them, that would be awesome to see them show up instead of those like relic. Because think about it, that They're was just a little. That was a miss. Yeah, they do these like relic troopers, but really the Knights of Ren's job is to like, yeah, find relics and 
basically obliterate anything that's Jedi that's not like, you know, that would not be a relic or an item of significance to them. If it's like some just random Jedi shit, they're supposed to destroy it. Yeah. I mean, if I was trying to wipe out a religion, I'd pick you guys to help me, not just some some randos that I don't even know. That even if they have had their brain scraped for me. The Knights of Ren were still like a, I mean, that's like a massive miss to like good boards. And they could be doing that with this, right? Oh, you got me all heated now. Because you're absolutely right. That could be oh. that's like that's like the biggest, that's probably the biggest myth. I'll say that. And we go back to rewatch the sequel trilogy. The Knights of Ren are like the biggest myths. I remember seeing how badass they looked in these costumes and stuff. And I'm like, yo, these guys are gonna be badass. And then right. like they just get walked by Kylo Ren. Like they don't have like no, they have anti. It, what the crazy part was, he's fighting with a lightsaber, and I guess they have Beskar at this point because that's the only thing that can block a lightsaber blade. So I'm guessing their weapons are Beskar because that's the only be- description, right? Then they weren't laser weapons, which I thought they should have. Um, yeah, that, that was just a mess. Not a, you know, that, you're right. That just kind of makes me mad. It's almost like those fucking um, the red troopers, the imperial troopers, oh, whatever yeah. they were, right? Like, yep. The throne, the throne guards. The throne, yeah, so cool. right. The temple, the, yeah, like they get walked that quickly. There's like 20 of them. I get their Jedi, but like, and the thing is, I thought they were able to like not get thrown around by the force and stuff. They're like anti, like they're force resistant. So that whole like throne room scene, it was cool and the choreography was great, but once again, they didn't really get their ass beat enough, right? Like, I don't know. He got his, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I agree that that lightsaber fight should have been like three times as long and more, yeah. and more cool because that was the centerpiece of the whole of the whole movie. You know it what was. I mean? That 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 moment where they blow apart Luke's lightsaber and it's the same moment as the the hyperspeed. That that's the fulcrum around which the whole trilogy turns. Right. You know that that's what that changes it into something other than you know. Um, that's that's what changes Kylo Ren's story away from what Darth Vader's was, right? Because he had the courage to actually kill his master and, and did it, uh, even if it was just a crippled, uh, stunted clone of Palpatine, somehow. 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 I, I, I don't know. You gotta you gotta go easy a little bit because I think that what you're what we're comparing that the future Star Wars mm. story. It has to be more evolved than the old one. There has to be some difference. You can't have the same, the same stuff. And were those imperial royal guards at? We never saw them. The ones that guarded Palpatine, we never saw them in action. They never did anything. The best we were, saw. Go ahead. In, can, in canon, they were force. They were force sensitives. Like they were like they were. Some of them were de facto temple guards. So these are like those. They were the. Um, they were named the Praetorian guards. But yeah, they had force abilities. So it was crazy that they like got walk like that. But we never saw them do anything. Like they, they didn't need to. That's the thing. Like the, people, you wouldn't because I can. Nobody would fuck with them. Like they were force sensitive. But if you got often, them, does the Secret them. Service have to mess around? Almost never. Yeah. You know why? Because right. you can't. Because no one messes with them. Why would you yeah, mess like, with the Secret you know Service? I mean, so it's it's just crazy. Very the true. Fact that it, the way they cut them in half, even like the whole like the whole despair thing. Like, oh my god, come on. That's what happens when your power level goes over nine thousand. I guess right. You they, had a, they, they had, a, they had their, their saying scout readers on. <laughs> Something like that would be cool. You know, I don't know. To me, maybe maybe I just had too high of expectations for this because I, I figured know. it was designed to do something I really so too. elegant. And it's not, it's just a it's not an, an elegant instrument. And maybe I'm that's not, maybe my entire mind will change on the next like four episodes. Why wouldn't they tie it in episode nine though? Even like, you know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't we see a mention of Kaz or like, do, like, you know what I mean? Like, how well, this came know? out. This came out like at the same time as episode nine, I think, because the last the last episode of this was in like early. It was early twenty. It was twenty nineteen, right? Yeah. So November twenty. So the episodes we just watched were broadcast in November, basically of twenty of twenty nineteen, and I think I'm I'm pretty sure because I I remember yeah. being really sick and now realizing that I gave, probably gave a bunch of people COVID. Uh, I saw episode nine. It was December of 2019. So this is all being released at the same time. So if it's they designed have, yeah, as, they have, they as a prologue, know, right? Yeah. If it's designed as a prologue, then what we should see is the rest of this season. Now that we're done with these, you know, like you said, side quest episodes, 
the rest right. of the season should deal with setting up episode nine. And hopefully if it's successful at the end of that, I will be invigorated and ready to watch episode you know, nine. Seven. Seven. I got to finish episode seven. seven myself. Seven. Yeah. No, we'll watch I'm, episode seven, episode eight, and episode nine. We can do it. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm up for it. I'm ready. I'm sure, I'm, they're, ready. On, I'm sure they're on TBS right now. <laughs> TBS. <laughs> Literally. TBS loops them, so I'm sure it's either, it's either that or some Avengers, one of the right. yeah. four or five yeah. Avengers movies. Yeah. I, I don't think I even bothered to get a physical copy of, of episode nine. I think I have episode Yeah, seven. I don't. I have steel books in seven and eight. I didn't buy it in nine. Um, maybe I'll maybe it's on sale. Maybe I'll get the steel book in nine, but yeah, I have seven and eight. Or I'll just wait for the trilogy steel book to come out and buy it and get it together. <sighs> what a day, what a day. But yeah, guys, I guess, you know, as we digress, we will go into the back half of this this season, right? So this will be 9 to 12. So hopefully <laughs> getting into 9 to 12. I mean, this has okay. to be the meat of the series, right? This has to or be the meat of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting a little, to a little bit more the mother stuff, so that's right. a little bit more interesting. Um, so hopefully that gives us a little bit more meat and you know bump all the side quest stuff. <laughs> right. Enough side quests. We're powered up enough, right? We have enough XP. Yeah, we should be OP for when we roll through the dungeon. There should be nothing to be. We should just be fireball, fireball, fireball. We'll be uh, all right. Remember, that's what we said with Bad Batch, and look what that gave us. You know. We have, uh, we have, like I said, we do have Bad Batch coming up, which will be like the bright spot of the spring. So it's like, know. it's right, like, true. Echo so and Bad Batch, Echo and uh, Echo and Ghost looked at each other and they were like, oh, we do the same exact thing. <laughs> <I'm> like, uh oh. <laughs> so. So guys, another great episode, and I'm glad everybody stuck with us on this Friday Eve, Friday evening or weekend Eve. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, hope everybody has a good weekend. There's a lot on. There's what the Pro Bowl games, uh, Grammys, and um, like I said, Star Wars looping on TBS. So <laughs> <laughs> watch it. Make sure y'all sure. get your Carl Weathers action, Jackson. Go back and watch some Rocky stuff. Go back and watch some Mandalorian. You know, get your get your art your um your car weather's feel, feeling. For get this your thing. grief cargo toys while you can. They're gonna go out of the roof. <laughs> Hasbro is probably having a power sale. I'm sure you do, Ken. I got it. <laughs> back here sure somewhere. But uh, yep, guys. Until next week. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Right. Good episode. Good. Um, yeah.